You're listening to Season 2 of Got em, Coach. The show that doesn't believe in boasting and bragging. So we won't mention the 4,000 plus downloads in the fan base that stretches over 50 cities and 30 countries around the world. Because that would be doing too much. Now, here's your host, the mayor of the Four Point Island, Tyrone Smith. Yeah. 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 Hey. Y'all know what time it is. I'm back in the building. Enjoying a nice little vacay. Nice little vacay. Enjoying a little vacay. Little little time to myself you know what i'm saying you know a little time to myself but uh look first things first before we get into any uh festivities of the episode this week i want to send a merry christmas no christmas was yesterday or the other day or whenever you get this episode it was the 25th so um merry christmas i hope everybody had a wonderful holiday Wonderful Christmas Eve, wonderful Christmas. We got to get through New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Then we will officially be in the 2019, man. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing to say nonetheless. Um, I had a wonderful Christmas, man. I had a very, very great Christmas. Um, um, it's, it, it, it started off kind of rocky. Um, for those who don't know, uh, I had ended up going to the Pistons game on the 23rd and that was one of my that was my gift to my, my dad i was gonna take him to the pistons game you know you know try to have a you know father son bonding time and all that other good stuff but um um unfortunately it didn't work out the way that i wanted it to go so i ended up taking my mom <laughs> i took my mom it was the it was the first the first sporting event professional sporting event that we've ever been to together since probably uh, i want to say since the 90s i don't think we ever been to a sporting i think the the one and only time we went to a sporting event together was a tigers game and that's when they was back and that's when they was still on um on michigan michigan avenue at the old tiger stadium michigan and trumbull old tiger stadium man good memories good memories but that was the last time and that's what been what Tigers been in Comerica Park going on what 19 going on 19 years this year so I want to say like 99 98 maybe probably earlier than that but I think it was either 99 or 98 one of the two but um yeah man so you know uh I ended up taking my mom and it, it, was, it's, it's, it was so weird you know it was so weird taking taking my mom to a to a sporting event man you know I I I, I didn't know how she would take it you know she's not a real big um sports fan and she would only go to games because i was playing in them <laughs> so like i never really heard her talk about sports or basketball or anything in that particular nature or you know try to find anything out about basketball nothing like nothing like what my grandma used to do like my grandma she would uh you know she would we would we would actually sit down and you know actually watch certain events um certain sporting events and you know we would, yeah, we would critique uh, certain things there so it was it was kind of weird but um you know she had a good time you know i had a good time you know and that's that's all that matters i get more into you know the details of the game um between the pistons and the hawks uh when i talk about five things that i saw at, at, at the game 
But um, I want to first talk about my Christmas, man. So you know, uh, you know, my Christmas started off with that, and then um, Monday, well, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, I ain't really, I didn't really do too much of nothing. Um, I just kind of chilled and you know relaxed and all that other good stuff. I could have recorded, but I'm just like, you know what? It's a holiday. More often than not, a lot of people ain't really doing no work, so I ain't gonna be doing no work either. So I kind of chilled Monday. And Tuesday, Tuesday, I actually got, I went to my mom's house and, you know, ate there. You know, my cousins, my uh, my cousins are in town from uh, North Carolina. So, uh, you know, they came in town. So, you know, I, I was chopping it up with them a little bit. And, you know, we was all laughing, having a good time, this, that, and the third. And um, I actually got a Christmas gift. Now, I ain't gonna front. Like, I actually had a good Christmas in terms of gifts. Like, I actually got stuff this Christmas, man. Um, I got a... What did I get? I got I ended up getting, like, a, a Nike jogging outfit. Um, I got a Chicago Blackout Starters uh, jacket. And as y'all know, I'm looking for starter. I'm, I'm looking for starter. I need a... I need a... I need a... I need a sponsorship. I need y'all to hook me up with a sponsorship. Look, we growing, baby. You know, the, the Got em Coach podcast exclusive breakdown. We We growing. We're growing. We're doing what we're supposed to do. So, look, starter. I know I'm not a big name right now. But look at my face. Look at my face. I'm serious about this. Hook me up with a sponsorship. That's all I wear is y'all jackets, bro. I love your jackets. <laughs> but on the real, I got a. Got a Chicago Blackhawks uh, starter jacket, which is super dope. You know, I, I I love anything Chicago Blackhawk related. It's like I like anything Chicago White Sox related or New York Yankee related or whatever. You know, I just I, I don't know why I just like that that whole style of what the Blackhawks and the White Sox and all of them do, and the Yankees. So, um, got the jogger, got the uh the um the Blackhawk starter jacket. Then I actually got the Jimmy Butler sixes, which was a super surprise. I wasn't expecting to get those joints. Um, I actually ordered them. I didn't know what the reception was going to be. And I didn't really see people really, you know, advertising that they was going to be selling them in stores. Didn't come to find out that they was actually selling them in stores. So, you know, I could actually went to the store and got me a pair. But, you know, um, I ended up ordering me some uh I end up ordering some Jimmy Butler sixes on the account of someone giving me the money to actually order them for a Christmas gift. So, you know, that was beautiful. So, jogger, jacket, shoes. Um, what else? Did I get anything else? Oh, and I got an Alexa. Let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can activate it real quick. Hold on. Hey, Alexa, say hi. Uh, she being stubborn right now <laughs> Alexa being stubborn right now But it's all good Um, I love this Alexa thing You know this is the best thing One of the best gifts that I got Hold on Alexa pause <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Alexa you tweaking But um 
yeah man oh I, I like it you know i like it it's uh it's, it's a super dope thing you know i got a smart i got a smart uh tv so i'm trying to figure out how i could uh hook it up to my um to my smart tv and uh you know go from there um i've, I've had bad luck so far you know everything that i've tried has not worked to the way that i want it to work so um we gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. But nonetheless, man, this thing is, this Alexa thing is dope, man. I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna hold you up, man. It's super dope, super dope. But um, yeah. So that was my Christmas, man. I mean, look, I mean, it may not seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things when you consider last year that my mom was in Alabama, and I ain't getting no gifts. <laughs> you know, this was a. This is a wonderful Christmas, like a very, very wonderful Christmas, you know, and I'm so appreciative of of having this particular Christmas. And on the top of the, and on top of that, you know, I was able to um, surprise my little cousin with a uh, with an Xbox, with an Xbox one. Um, she been wanting the game of her own for the longest. And uh, she finally got her Xbox. Um, she was at the she was at my house playing it uh yesterday well uh yeah christmas day she was at the crib playing it and um like you know <laughs> she's so i ain't go for it like she's so energetic but that was like the first time since i had been you know since i had seen her like she was just real calm and chill and just like actually just playing the game so it was it was it was kind of it was weird and it was cool to see at the same time you know just to see her enjoying um you know her gift and then um i got my mom a uh a smart watch uh, which apparently i didn't get everything for it because i was supposed to get um i guess a memory card and a sim card for the watch so i have to get those things to kind of make the watch super official and then on top of that um i got her a north face jacket which does not fit <laughs> she told me she wore a medium so i bought a medium and the medium isn't what i thought it was gonna be so i have to actually now go out and reorder a jacket for her so that she can get the jacket so i'm gonna try to take care of that i might just run to the mall and um you know pick that up but uh we'll see how that goes but you know you know she was happy nonetheless to get her jacket she been she been crying for a new face for the longest and um you know i was able to provide that for her which was you know super super dope but um that was my holiday man and that was my holiday that was my holiday like i said i had fun um i watched the majority of the games i watched uh like like a good portion of the um the bucks and the knicks um i watched maybe like the fourth quarter of the rockets and the thunder i watched the majority of the warriors and um lakers and i watched a portion of the jazz and the blazers and come to find out i went four and one in predictions four and one i predicted that the bucks was gonna win i predicted that the um the rockets was gonna win i said that the lakers was gonna beat the warriors and i think i had portland beating utah and i if i'm not mistaken i think portland i think utah beat portland hold on let me let me double check and see Oh no, Utah beat Portland. Oh, I went five and zero. Oh, okay, that's tough. Five and zero. How about that? But um, so you know, nonetheless, man, it was a, 
it was a it was a nice nice christmas man nice nice holidays um you know i don't really i don't really celebrate holidays like that to be honest with you i think ever since i gotten older you know it's not i don't really see the 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 meaning in it and i really didn't see the meaning in it last year you know because my mom wasn't here so you know i wasn't really too interested in um celebrating the holidays like that so i didn't really celebrate it but uh you know this year man you know she came back and you know it was uh it was beautiful it's beautiful you know um like i said i had a I had a really good time with her back here um you know you know she cooked she made you know she made her infamous lasagna so uh you know i'm happy i was a happy man i ain't even gonna i ain't even gonna hold you up i was a i was a happy man you know i finally got that uh finally got some lasagna and you know some chicken <laughs> not the not your, the traditional uh holiday meal but nonetheless it was still a holiday meal and i was thankful for it <laughs> so um that was my holiday man that was my holiday like i said you know um i'm gonna enjoy this time off you know i got i got three weeks off from the job job not the not the not not you know trying to build the business you know that that never stops that's that's the 24 7 thing man you know but you know my actual job which pays bills and all that other good stuff i got three weeks off so you know i'm gonna try to get as much done as i possibly can and um you know we're gonna rock out from there but um that was my week that was my that i mean that wasn't my week but that was my holiday you know if you had a if you had a holiday a special holiday thing you know go ahead and share it with whoever share it with me share it with whoever man but you know just share it nonetheless but um that's where i was at and <laughs> that's where i was at with my holiday um what else is there for me to talk about you know what it's not really too much to talk about you know um i just i just describe my holiday i think that's all i needed to do so uh we're gonna go ahead we're gonna jump right into this episode man y'all already know what time it is episode number eight of the show where my pockets are looking real bleak right now they looking real myth bleak right now but for the first time it wasn't my fault i actually thought of others and i went out and i was a, I was i was santa claus i was like i was santa claus santa claus like for real for real you know i you know i you know i got my best friend something um i got some friends something you know what i'm saying um you know i i looked out i looked out this year you know i wasn't gonna get nobody nothing but i expected something but you know i just i had to get out of that you know it's funny because I, I'm, I, I, I get these notions that, you know, it should be my way or no way. And, uh, you know, I humbled myself and I thought of others and, you know, spent money on others that wasn't named Tyrone or anybody else. So, uh, for those who got something from you, you are very, very welcome. Don't expect nothing next year. <laughs> Got him, coach. Yes, 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 yes. Now I'm your host, Tyrone Smith, aka 
Wrong to Exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandy, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandy, Four Point Island, lock them up, wrong. Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh. And y'all already know what I come to do. I come to give y'all that Dylon Dillinger hot fire. That H E A T Y'all already know how it go. So look, we ain't gonna do too much talking. I, I just talked for like 10 minutes and you know I need to let my vocals rest for a little bit. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about five things that I seen at this Pistons Hawks game that I need to that I need to talk about because it's just absolutely apparent that I'm talking about these particular things. So go ahead and cue the intro for the five things that I talked about that, uh, that I seen that, uh, that I talked about that, uh, that I seen, seen, I seen these things, five things that I seen at a live game, man, let's get into it. It's not all recording and editing shows. Sometimes Daytona likes to be a spectator at games. Here's five things he experienced at a live game. All right, first things first, Pistons Hawks. I don't know if y'all remember the last episode I made a bold prediction and said that the Pistons should win by at least 20 points they should win by at least 20 points I mean it was the Hawks you know what I'm saying like the Atlanta Hawks like nobody expected for them to come in and you know compete with the Pistons not 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 for all four quarters maybe for like seven minutes out of the quarter out of a quarter you know they would compete but the Pistons will find a way to you know start to pull away and when you consider the fact that in this game, like they had a lot of their, a lot of their good people injured, uh, Torian Prince didn't play, Don Collins didn't play, uh, Spellman, fifteen shots, Spellman, <laughs> fifteen shots, Spellman didn't play. So when you look at it, you know the Pistons had a clear, clear advantage with 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 death and and, and talent. You know in this game but when the game actually started to pan out and and they actually started to play you know it wasn't that it wasn't it wasn't that tough so the first thing that i noticed was the fact uh, the hawks was playing really really super super hard and the pistons was just, just kind of playing like a days cool it was one of them trap games you know a trap game where you kind of look you kind of look um past an opponent not not saying that they was looking past an opponent to play another opponent because they didn't play on christmas but they played the day after which would be today in the game they actually won but in the game they was actually up by 20 points and they actually gave up the 20 point lead to actually be up by only like six points and they had to fight for the rest of the way to actually win the game by 11 points but they was up by 20 points they were up by 20 points but um I think they was just overlooking the fact, you know, Christmas is here. You know, you know, when when certain things happen, like, you know, you got family coming in from out of town, you know what I'm saying? You know, who whatever the case may be, you know, presents or however you want to look at it, you know, it's it's easy to kind of overlook, you know, the the objective at hand and and and, and have your mind on something else. And that's kind of what look what, what it looked like when the Pistons was playing um sunday night man they was just they they mom was just somewhere else like and like they really wasn't there to actually play blake struggled a little bit dre had an okay game 
Reggie was kind of, you know, Reggie was kind of timid. Um, you know, it was just it it just didn't look it just didn't look necessarily good. Like it looked like they didn't want to play. Like they nobody really wanted to be there at that particular time. The next thing that I noticed was I was wrong in my prediction. Look, like I said, I had the Pistons winning by 20. So when we got to the arena, as soon as we sat down, my mom was watching uh, the pregame, you know, where they shoot around and all that. So she was watching them, and she says, the Pistons going to lose tonight. And I'm like, ain't no way the Pistons about to lose to the Hawks. You know what I'm saying? The Hawks only got eight wins. Ain't no way they about to lose to those. She like, no, look, I'm telling you. Telling you, you see how them boys, you see them boys, they shooting around, they they mean business. Like, like they they scoring, you know, the pistons, they just all lackadaisical, like they don't want to be here, you know, they gonna lose. Look, <laughs> I'm like, alright, you know, okay. Alright, I'll let her have it. This is her first, it's her first uh basketball game. So, you know, she, you know, she wanna be a part, you know, she wanna be a predictor. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna let that happen. So I'm like, okay. But as the game started going along, you know, up and down the court a couple times, look, the Hawks was out, like I said, they was out there playing. Had a double-digit lead. The Pistons could never really get into a rhythm until, like, the fourth quarter where it was almost too late. Um, So that was a shock. Like, look, look, I want to start doing NBA predictions, like, 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 like daily predictions. I think I'm going to let my mom do them. I think, I think she's earned that right. She predicted a game. If we would have bet, I, I definitely would have lost. I would have lost the bet because she said that the Hawks was going to win and the Hawks won, <laughs> which shocked me. It really, really shocked me. So um, that was another thing. One more thing that I noticed was Vince Carter. Vince Carter went back to, man, Vince Carter went back to New Jersey net Vince Carter. Like he was out there. He was scoring and dunking the ball and all this other stuff. Like 40, 40 something year old Vince Carter was out there destroying the pistons. Like, yeah, like you 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 can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. But it was it was it was refreshing to see, man. It was refreshing to see, especially for like older guys who play in like the Y and think that, you know, they've lost a step or whatever, or for guys like me who had aspirations of playing ball but you know it just never never transpired into anything and maybe want to go back to playing ball and you know just need the motivation vince carter motivated me because this 40 something year old dude was out there killing these dudes that was like half his age and it was something to see like vince was out there balling Stuff. the fourth thing that i noticed and you know my mom she brought this to my attention like i knew that you know basketball players make a ridiculous amount of money but it's crazy to see that these 19 year old 18 year old dudes 20 year old 21 year old cats is out here making millions and millions of dollars for dribbling the ball um look if you like i always say if you got the talent and the in the in the know-how to do something that you love and you can make millions of dollars off of it do it but it was just it was amazing to see that you know that that was actually a thing and then you got to think about when they lower that uh age restriction to basically where you couldn't you could potentially come out of high school and i think side with the g league or you know get um you know go to the g league draft and 
you know make money there and you know you still gonna be set so to be able to be 18 19 years old making all of this money it's a beautiful thing man so shout out to all the shout out to all the future hoopers out there shout out to all the hoopers who out there now the rookie class all that man because they really making the money they are really making the money like for real for real and last but not least the fifth thing that i noticed no love for the old people when they be throwing t-shirts out bro look my mom got up for every opportunity that they was throwing t-shirts look guess who was up her getting them i don't want a t-shirt because <laughs> the t-shirt probably like a 6x 7x look i bet you ain't a one size fit all t-shirt you know those t-shirts be looking super big look i ain't got time i ain't got time to be doing all this jumping up and down waving my hands and all that other good stuff just to you know just to not get a t-shirt but look they 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 play the the the, the older crowd bro like they, they, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with giving them to the kids, you know. Pistons love the kids, you know. Can't be mad at that. But look, if I'm be, if I'm 40, 50 something years old, jumping up and down in the air, and I got bone problems and and, and bone spurs and and and, and 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 aching bones and all that, I can't be doing all that jumping up and down. That's just that's gonna hurt. That's gonna even hurt the the, the 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 knees and everything else. Then I gotta wave my arms in the air, and then I gotta worry about shoulder sprains and you know knocking my shoulder out of socket and all that. Look, I ain't got time for all that. So look, I'ma go ahead, I'ma stick my arms up and say, give me a shirt, and just throw me the shirt. Actually, this lady actually did see my mom, you know, with her hands trying to throw it. So she threw her the shirt and then this douche, this douchebag. This douche douche, this super douche, intercepted the shirt and he took the shirt. Oh, punk. I feel some type of way. And then that way I was going down to this team store and paying $50 for no t-shirt. Look, I go down to the mall, tell them to make me a piston shirt for like, for like $20. <laughs> and give her the shirt. Well, matter of fact, I didn't even know to do all that. I can run down to the one of the shoe stores. They got all the Pistons merch in there. I get her a Pistons hat. Boom. Ain't no way I'm about to pay no $50 for no shirt. I mean, I did pay $40 for parking, but it was right next to the arena. So it was like, it was just there. You know what I'm saying? But ain't no way I'm about to pay $50 for a shirt that you're probably only going to wear once. And then when you wear it, you're going to wear it out and it's going to be all looking all ugly and all types of craziness so um i just wasn't about to do it uh but i wish you know i wish she would have got her shirt that would have been that would have been really, really nice if she was able to actually get one of those shirts um but she wasn't able to get one so yeah yeah <laughs> so um now that we got that out the way i got a bone to pick with somebody you already know how this go look matter of fact just go ahead and cue cue the cue cue up the uh cue up the intro for wtf man because i i dhl i gotta holler at y'all man so go ahead wtf moment of the week let's go got him coach is an equal opportunity show if you mess up you'll hear about it from us this is this week's what the fuck moment all right so my wtf moment for the week bruh DHL. So look, I did a lot of shopping on uh, eBay. A lot of shopping. So 
my North Face jacket, the one that's too small for my mom, was supposed to have came on a particular day. Excuse me. It was supposed to have came on a particular day. So um, when that day comes, I'm at home. I'm chilling at the crib. I'm like, bet, you know, I'll be able to, you know, get the jacket, you know, without having to worry about them leaving it at the door and, you know, having to go through that whole fiasco, right? So I am waiting. I'm tracking the package. They're saying that the package is out for delivery. So I'm like, all right, bet. But I'm going to get the package and we're going to be all good. So two o'clock comes, three o'clock comes, four o'clock comes, five o'clock comes, six o'clock comes. You, you, you see where I'm going with this, right? Seven o'clock comes, eight o'clock comes. It ain't even no purpose of me looking for it after eight o'clock because there ain't no way that they about to be running, you know, trying to deliver stuff at eight, nine o'clock. So they're a day late. DHL was a day late bro i am so heated so y'all already know what time it is man dhl what the was y'all thinking man you mean to tell me that you give me the option to track my package and the package is still late to my house bruh all i wanted was to get my package in the house safe and sound so that nobody would steal my package man it's the holiday season and you can't bro drop off my package in a timely and orderly fashion what the bruh come on man dhl i don't know how that work i don't know if, it, if it's da i don't know if dhl does it i don't know if they off do it to like somebody else like ups and, and i hope it wasn't ups that dropped my stuff off i i really hope it wasn't D ups that dropped it off um oh no that is actually a, um it's actually a, a, a DHL. So, yeah, DHL, bro. Yeah, man. Y'all, not only do y'all get my WTF moment of the week, but y'all actually get on my hit list, too. Ooh, that was a nice segue into the hit list, man. Go ahead and cue up the intro. Just let me be great. All right. So, look. Two particulars has been on the hit list for a minute, right? StockX, UPS, they've been on the hit list for a hot minute. UPS been on the hit list all year. StockX been on the hit list probably since June. <laughs> um, but look, they actually coming off the hit list today. Let me tell you why. First of all, let me let me start with StockX. Look. So y'all know that the Concords, the Concords dropped like maybe a few weeks ago, I want to say a few weeks ago, right? 
everybody and their mama was trying to get the concourse my the person who's who's gonna hook me up with some they ended up not being able to get them in my particular size and all of my plugs wanted at least 375 for the concourse 175 dollars more than what uh retail is all right cool so i'm like dang man i need to figure out a way to finesse the system right um how can i get these concourse because i would have just been pre-ordered them and, and not had to have worried about that you know having to worry about trying to go through somebody else to get them you know because i don't really like to go through other people i like to work specifically with you know sites and people that i know so i'm like all right um i gotta figure something out so uh everybody wanted everybody wanted a nice little chunk of change for him so i'm like you know what let me go on StockX, man let me go on stock and see what i can do and stock x i actually end up getting them joints for probably like i think it was like 290 all together with like shipping and all that so it was like 90 dollars more than what retail was which like i said wasn't bad compared to everybody else won like 170 dollars or 100 you know 50 dollars or 160 dollars more off of you know what retail is so i'm like that's not bad and i appreciate it you know and my shoes actually end up coming like maybe like a week after i had ordered them so you know it was a good look it's a good look and and they came right on time with my raiders jacket oh my raiders jacket with them um with them concords that's tough super tough but the raiders my raiders jacket actually go way better with my um with my baron knives but i like wearing them with my concords too so yeah all good so shout out to StockX. so y'all get to come off my hit list man don't don't get back on there because you know when, when once you are once you get back on the hit list you got to be on there for at least 14 months <laughs> and then speaking of my packages coming together ups ups came through in the clutch now y'all know i've had a problem with ups for the longest right ups is the worst ups drops packages off at like seven o'clock eight o'clock nine o'clock but they actually came to the crib at like 225 and dropped my, my shoes and my jacket off and i was surprised i didn't know what to do bruh like i was really really surprised so i thank you ups for not messing this up and actually getting my stuff on time y'all rock <laughs> y'all rock so now that we got them two off the list let's go ahead and let's recap who is still on the list y'all already know how it go shout out to the hand tramming police department shout out to dhl shout out to xfinity who else who else is that it we just got three people on the hit list dang look at us Look at people making amends for all the pain that they put me through this year. <laughs> so look, man, let's go into the uh, let's go into the discussion of the week, man. Let's go into the discussion of the week. Let's get into it, man. There's the right way, the wrong way, and Daytona's way, which could be a combination of the right way and the wrong way to you. But in his eyes, it's always the right way. Here's this week's logically correct because he says so. All right. So the discussion of the week. This was a conversation like weeks ago that I never really got a hit a chance to really speak on. 
but now i'm gonna speak on it today um apparently there's been talk by members of the old the old the 2000 2001 lakers that they could have beat the 17 18 warriors right so uh i decided to give my little uh two cent on this particular uh topic of discussion and let's break down the teams and see who actually would have won in a in a in a in the best of seven series in my in my personal opinion so look we're gonna start off with the guards right so 2000 2001 we talking about Derek fisher ron harper and teron lu against steph curry sean livingston and quinn cook now look ron harper was way past his 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 athletic prime when he was with the Cavs. he wasn't the 20 point scorer that he once was he was a solid knowledgeable piece of that triangle offense for phil jackson and the lakers but he wasn't that good Derek fisher was a young point guard still coming into his own really not that good a pretty good spot up shooter but nothing nothing more nonetheless and teron lu was just like a guy like energy and all the other good stuff look steph curry alone would have gave the golden state warriors the advantage between the guards of the lakers and the guards of the warriors just because of what he can do with the dribble the ability to play make but his shooting would would have just stumped all three of them put all three of them together and make one player and they still wouldn't have been the better shooter than steph curry so just off that he's the better you know that he that gives golden state the advantage but then you add in a sean livingston who's a six foot seven who could take you down to the post pretty decent mid-range game don't really shoot three-pointers all that much matter of fact i don't really think he shoot three-pointers at all but he has the ability to you know get the ball up and down the floor flashy passes all that good stuff quinn cook is a pretty decent scorer pretty decent scorer when given the chance to actually play he's gonna put up buckets so the advantage here square clearly goes to the warriors so shooting guard for the lakers you got kobe isaiah Ryder, and brian shaw and for the warriors you got clay nick young and patrick mccall now we all know who kobe is kobe is the ultimate the most ultimate competitor that you will ever meet ever you know who a guy who gets the best out of you who has the killer instinct to go ahead and take over the game when need be he's gonna do that and he's gonna do it effectively and he's gonna do it with no mercy he dropped 81 on the toronto raptors let's not forget that like he he dropped 81 on these dudes and the rest of the team had like 40 some points i think <laughs> somewhere around along those lines that's tough but kobe was is the ultimate competitor a guy who can who can get buckets at will get get wherever he wants to go do whatever he wants to do um and 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 make teams pay isaiah Ryder was a guy who was once a 20 point scorer very effective scorer for the Timberwolves when he was drafted former slam dunk champion had all the athletic ability in the world but going down to the lakers where they were playing that triangle style offense it kind of took away from what um isaiah Ryder did so he wasn't as effective but on the given nights he could have potentially been an effective guy to have been able to give them some solid minutes and you know about eight to ten maybe 12 points off of the bench brian shaw very good defender um very good glue guy uh, who can knock up who can knock down the uh, spot up shot if need be 
So the Lakers have a pretty good advantage, right? Clay. Clay is a very good defender. I think the matchup between Kobe and Clay would have been a very good one because Clay is a very good defender. Kobe is a very good defender. Um, Clay's not taking that many dribbles to get his shot. He's running off all types of screens. So that would have been interesting to see how Kobe would have been able to affect that. Kobe is going to be doing a lot of isolation one-on-one. And like I said, Clay is a very good defender. So it would have been interesting to see how he would have been effective. But honestly, I think they would have canceled each other all points-wise. I think Clay would have did enough to slow Kobe down to get him to maybe like 24 or 25 points. And I think he would have with I think what he would have did, what Clay would have did, he would have been effective enough to be able to get to his spots and be able to knock shots down. So I think the point, the point differential between them two would have kind of canceled each other out. Kobe might have got him by like four or five or six points. But maybe that's about it. Maybe that's about it. And that's no knock on Kobe. I just think that the way Clay plays, and you know, you know, he doesn't have to do all the herky jerky stuff. All he don't, and all he needs is a little space to be able to shoot the ball. And he's one of the, the greatest shooters ever. So you know, he his shot would have effectively went in. So. I think they would have canceled each other out, but I would I would give the notch. I would have given the notch in the starting realm to Kobe by just a, just a little bit. Nick Young, everybody know him for his inconsistencies, his lack of awareness at times, and all this other stuff. But when he's on fire, nobody's touching Nick Young. And the same thing with Patrick McCall. It's kind of with uh um Quinn Cook. He's a guy that. You know, he's not going to play a lot, but when he does play, he's going to get you some buckets. He's going to give you some quality minutes. He's going to give you some quality buckets. So, I give this advantage to the Warriors as well. And I think it's more so on the the backups and the backups to the backups. Um, I think the Warriors have more quality pieces at the two guard than what the Lakers have. And I think that a Kobe Clay one-on-one battle during the seven game series, I think that Clay will have his moments of, of, of dominance, being able to score. Kobe will have his moments of dominance to score. I think they both will have games where they both do well and they're gonna cancel each other out. And that's just my personal opinion. So I'm gonna get that I'm gonna get that battle to the Warriors. Next up, we got the small forwards. So we're gonna talk about Rick Fox and Devin George versus Kevin Durant and Andre Iguodala. Now, Rick Fox and Devin George are defenders. Rick Fox is a little a little better playmaker um, than what Devin George is, but they're both defenders, not gonna really be able to give you buckets. Kevin Durant is all world scorer. So just him versus these two, I'm gonna give it gave an advantage to the Warriors. But you add in Andre Iguodala, who has the ability to play multiple positions, be able to score the ball if need be, and he was a finals MVP. And he was a starter for a long time before, you know, he was asked to move to the bench and all other good stuff. So by far in a landslide, I'm going to give this one to the Golden State Warriors. Power forward. We got Horace Grant, Robert Orion, Mark Madsen versus Draymond, Jordan Bell and David West. Um, Horace Grant was a one time all star. Very important clog in the, uh, tri- the triangle offense. You know, he's a he's exactly what that what that offense needs. Um, a guy who can rebound, 
a guy who in his prime could score the ball um, wasn't really needed to score with the Lakers Robert Ori is a guy who can hit clutch shots um, his ability to shoot the ball from three his his ice in his veins mentality um, super super clutch Mark Madsen his ability to dance on the bench you know give the team and get the team energy but I look at Golden State I look at Draymond Green who is a all-around power forward who can defend multiple positions who can give you a triple double at will who can shut down um who, who could shut down Horace Grant or Robert Ory and Mark Massey Jordan Bell who is also a kind of a clone defensive wise of Draymond Green so he's able to get defensive stops and be able to be a contributor on the defensive end and David West who was a multiple time all-star um, a 20 point per game score and the only reason he was sitting on the bench at that particular time was because he was ring chasing and he went to Golden State and he selected a reduced role. So I'm gonna give the advantage of power forward to Golden State. Center. We got Shaq and Greg Foster versus JaVel, Zaza, and Kevin Looney. Look, all the talent Golden State had, they didn't really need no center. Now, one thing that I can say about the center situation with Golden State, they have bodies. So, they're able to rotate people in and out. They, they're able to absorb fouls with Shaq. Shaq is Shaq. Shaq is going to eat. So, I'm going to give this advantage to the Lakers. We ain't going to talk about Greg Foster. Because I don't think... It depends on what... I mean, I wouldn't even say it depends on what area. You, you know, what, what rule, set of rules you're playing in. Because, you know, Golden State going to bring out the death lineup. And they're going to bring Shaq out. And they're going to make Shaq play some defense. Man. I think I think they could cancel each other out. Whoever's playing center would probably be Draymond. He'd be able to get to the lane and you know be able to draw fouls. And then you know Shaq would be able to do the same thing to Draymond. So I'm still gonna give the advantage to the Lakers by far. Because they their center is better than the Warriors centers. And then Phil Jackson versus Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is a disciple of Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Phil Jackson. Now, in a seven-game series, who will win? I'm going to take the Warriors in six. I'm going to take the Warriors in six because, look, Kobe, Kobe like I said, Kobe's going to have a game. I feel like Kobe's going to have a, a dominant game. And he's going to win one. Shaq's going to have a dominant game. And, and he's going to win one for him. But Golden State power and just everything that they're able to possess offensively, man, is just going to be able to be too much for what go, for what the Lakers are um, trying to do. I think that Golden State is going to be able to wear them down. You know, shoot the ball out the... Shoot the ball out the... Out the man... It's just going to be, woo, you know? <laughs> I think the only thing that could hinder Golden State, the only thing that can hinder Golden State is turnovers. Golden State has a real bad um, tendency of playing super lackadaisical and just randomly turning the ball over. And I think that could be something that could, you know, help the Lakers stay into games. I think that that would be the thing that would keep the Lakers into most games. 
But if the Warriors decide that they don't want to be lackadaisical and just want to play and not have turned the ball over and all that other good stuff and really want to play ball and, and, and play to their offense, look, it's going to be it's going to be a slaughter. But I'll give the Lakers at least two games. But overall, I'm going to take the Warriors in six. And that's just what I think is going to happen. I mean, you, you have your right to agree to disagree. And we're going to go from there. And now... Last but not least, we're going to go ahead, we're going to finish up the show, we're going to do Heat of the Week, we're going to do it from um, the 22nd, which was Saturday, last Saturday, and we're going to finish it up to the 29th, which is this Saturday, so let's go ahead, let's get into this Heat of the Week, man. Add some fire to your sneaker collection, this is the Heat of the Week. Alright, so Heat of the Week, man. Heat of the Week, Heat of the Week. For the, for the holiday season, the last heat of the week for the 2019 year. I got six pair of shoes that you might want to check out. So let's go ahead. We're going to start off with the Air Jordan 8 Tinkers. These joints came out December the 22nd. Uh, the shoe comes dressed in a black light concord, aloe verde, and university red color scheme. The Air Jordan 8 and Air Air Raid have long shared a close resemblance. Both gear for high performance, hoops competition. Each design featured unique cross straps that lock down the foot for maximum support. Now, I got a pair of Air Raids that's kind of similar to the Air Jordan 8 Tinkers, and I love those shoes. I only wear them on Black History Month because it seemed like a Black History shoe to me. So I only wear them on Black History Month. So I'm going to be breaking them joints out in February. But um, Air Jordan 8 Tinkers, man. I mean, I guess you can't go wrong with them. Um, a definite pickup if you were into those type of particular shoes. So go ahead and pick those joints up. Next up, we have the Air Jordan 6 Jimmy Butlers. Um, dressed in the Minnesota Timberwolf colors, this Air Jordan 6 features a diffused blue leather upper with court blue accents. Um, an icy translate outsole completes the design. Now, like I said, I ordered these shoes off StockX. They should be coming within the week or next week. Um, I actually seen a review on them on YouTube. I actually like what I see. I can't wait to get my pair. And um, yeah, we gonna rock with them. Next up, we got the Meyer Moore X Air Jordan 10 Winds Court Lux. These joints came out on December the 22nd. This shoe is made with premium suede and blocked in colors that take inspiration from Moore's favorite uniforms throughout her career. Finishing touches on the shoe includes Moore's logo and favorite Bible verse on the shoe. Now, it was a pair of ones that actually came out with like fur and all this other stuff on them, which was actually pretty dope. I wanted to put these in there, but I actually like the, um, the Meyer Moore joints a little better than I like the Jordan ones. Um... The Jordan ones are specifically for women and like dudes with like really really small feet who can fit in like women's shoes. That's tough. But um, hey, look if you want to know those dudes, man, go ahead and pick you up them Maya Moore joints or pick you up them um Jordan ones, man. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's kind of hot. Next up, we got the Air Jordan ones. High of a star is born, and these joints come out on December the twenty second. This Air Jordan 1 features a white and black leather upper pair with red detailing on the Wings logo, 
tongue and outlining of the swoosh logo. Highlighting the shoe is a stripe pattern in green tones on the swoosh logo as a nod to the Milwaukee Bucks old jerseys, which was the team MJ played was playing against on his first Sports Illustrated cover called A Star Is Born. Doom joints is sweet. Air Jordan 1s are slowly but surely growing on me. I think it's only certain ones though, like the band ones are one. I like the top threes. I like my rookie ones that I got. I like the yellow and white ones. You know what I'm saying? I like those. Um, but Jordan, they doing a lot with Jordan 1s. So, you know, you gotta be, you can't be mad at them for that. Next up, we're gonna do the Air Jordan 4 tattoos. Dressed in black, fire red, and white color schemes. This Air Jordan 4 celebrates the love for the sport with an all-over graphic of basketball-inspired tattoo designs. Yes. Now, I'm not really a big fan of the Air Jordan 4s. I ain't even gonna hold you up. I'm not a real big fan of the Jordan 4s. Um, but these shoes are sweet. I think, it, like, with Jordan 4s, like, they have, like, a... If they, like, if they're just off the wall in terms of, like, design, like, I could rock with them. But overall, like, I just really can't rock with Jordan 4s. But, like, if I had a choice to get these, I would definitely get these because, you know, they're different. Last but not least, we're going to focus on the Adidas Yeezy 700 V2 Statics. Dressed in a white and gray color scheme, which is dubbed Static, it features an upper composed of light gray roller knit and white premium leather and new buck overlays with reflective details throughout now look i got a thing with yeezys i'm not really not really a big yeezy fan um i think i'm gonna give me a pair for the culture but um i'm not a real big yeezy fan i don't have a pair of yeezys in my collection as of yet like i said i might just get one pair just to say that i have a pair um you know but nothing nothing more nothing less but if you're a yeezy fan you know go ahead and check these joints out and that's the episode, man. I was actually going to want to talk about the Celtics and why I feel that they absolutely had to make a move, um, you know, to, to represent the East in the finals. Uh, but I'm not going to do that because this episode is already 54 minutes long. And I got to edit this junk tonight. So we just going to cut it short. And we're going to put that at the end of the year episode. Matter of fact, I already know what I'm going to talk about with the end of the year, man. We're going to talk about this LeBron James injury. Uh, we're going to talk about the Celtics. And we're going to think of some more stuff to talk about. But I know I want to touch on those particular two, man. Shout out to the Lakers, though, for pulling off that win. Man, look, when, when LeBron went down, I didn't know what was going on. But when, when I found out that he went down and Golden State went crazy, I mean, they could have easily folded, man. Rondo and Lance Stevenson, a.k.a. Lil Bro, um, they pulled it out. They pulled it out. You got to give you got to give Kuz and you got to give all them guys credit because they could have easily folded in that particular situation. But they didn't fold and they kept working and they kept working and kept grinding and grinding and trying to make it happen. And they made it happen and they beat Golden State. So, I mean, that's a real big confidence booster for that for that team. And when LeBron come back, you know, I think it's going to help them overall. I'm pretty sure LeBron's probably going to miss some games, uh, which is going to be able to, you know, further develop the young guys, which is going to further develop their confidence. So when he does come back, you know, they're playing at the, the highest confidence that they can play at. So, you know, shout out to LeBron and them boys, man. And um, that's it. 
I'm said everything I need to say, and I'm about to go ahead and about to get up off this mic, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Uh, we on the road to seven thousand downloads. Seven thousand. Look, we 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 there. We lit. We at. I think we at like sixty-seven, sixty-eight hundred right now, man. So we got to keep pushing. We pushing for seven thousand downloads. Twenty nineteen is gonna be a whole nother year, man. Look, if you a if you a inspiring music rapper, uh, a, a music rapper, a musician, or whatever you doing, man, whatever independent hustle you got going on, you trying to reach out to, man, hit me up. I got sponsorship uh, packets available. Um, you can go ahead, you can host a, you can sponsor a, a segment on the show. You can sponsor a whole episode, however you want to do it. Just hit me up, man. I'll put the info in the description of this week's episode, and we're going to rock off from there, man. 2019, look, all the up-and-comers need to help all the up-and-comers out so we can be one big family and we can all come up together, and that's just facts. So on that note, I'm going to rock out. I'm going to slide up out of here, man. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle bandit, sneaker bandit, four point island, lock them up wrong. Daytona 360 signing off, and I will holler at y'all on New Year's Eve. Peace. Thanks for listening. Your support just helped the show get closer to that bag. For more info on the show, hit up Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Exclusive Breakdown. Talk to you next week.